Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the World of Ink Network. Founded in 2011 by Virginia Grenier and Marcia Cook, their vision was to start a radio show that helped writers reach their dreams. The World of Ink has a wonderful group of hosts who are dedicated to delivering shows to entertain and inspire listeners. The World of Ink Network shares resources that introduce tips, products, and services to help strengthen, support, and challenge those who love writing and the written word. Their hope is to bring not only authors, illustrators, and publishers together, but screenwriters, directors, and producers. New to the network will be a variety of special shows, bringing not only entertaining shows, but informative discussions on timely subjects. To learn more about us, go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. It's Marsha Casper-Cook, and this is a Michigan Avenue Media, uh, part of World of Inc. Uh, we're actually both, um, which everybody probably knows already, and uh, that's why I'm keeping the same um, song playing at the beginning because um, it says who we are. And Virginia Grenier does not do shows anymore with, uh, with me, but uh, she was the founder. And she possibly will be coming on a show in September, but it's been me for the last couple of years, about a year and a half, but I still talk to her, and she's still very much a part of what goes on here. So um, today we have a really fun show, and this is going to be for Masters of the Castle Witness Protection Program, and Piper has brought that, brought her writers, should we say writers, authors, with, a, <laughs> with her on the show, and we're all going to be talking about this new book, and uh, Maren Smith is the one that is the creator of it. But um, I'm going to bring Piper on first because I'm going to say, hi, Piper. How are you? I'm great. Piper How is here you? to keep Thank me on track. Thank you for having right. us. You're welcome. She's going to keep me on track today because we actually yes. have um, a, an agenda, I should say, <laughs> which after nine years I have never had an agenda, so I have one you know now. Me. And it's it's written, it's written. Right, it's it's very good, and it's everything. It tells me what to do. That doesn't mean I'm going to do it, but it's very good. It's and she's very organized. And um, I've not met any of the authors that will be on, but I've just talked to them right now, and we're going to have a great time. And uh, we're they can. I just wanted to let you all know that Marin Smith is here, B.J. Wayne, Piper Stone, as I said, Golden Angel, Rayssa Graywood, Alyssa Hart, and Raina. Is it Rihanna Jameson? Rihanna, yeah. Rihanna, okay, that, that was good. Okay, all right. Okay, and the other authors that are not here are Tabitha Black, Catherine Dean, and Kate Richards. Did I skip anybody? I think that's it. No, okay, that's and that, that, those are the authors. And um, so I'm going to let Marin just talk a little bit about how she created this, and then everybody could ask questions, and we'll talk all about the book and everything else that you guys want to talk about. All right, Marin, how are you? It's good to have you on. I am doing good. Thank you. Thank you for inviting us, really. Oh, this it's going to be fun. This was a surprise. It's going to be fun. Yeah. So do you, want, do you want to tell everybody uh, how you came to, you know, decide on this topic? Because, you know, 
It's an interesting uh, I, topic to have, you know, and to, when you come up with things, it is, people always want to know how people come up with, you know, they'll say, like, I don't know, I can't make a topic up, you know, but how did you come up with this? Uh, it started about seven, eight years ago, um, and I have been writing in the domestic discipline field for a number of years. I got my start in hardcore, non-con BDSM. Um, and then I started, I got dragged kicking and screaming by my then husband to an actual dungeon. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I got to see and meet and talk to people firsthand, and I got to kind of liking some of the other stuff I was seeing. And I thought, wouldn't it be cool to have a place where all of that could be shown and Instead of just focusing on books that focused on spanking and one side of the BDSM subculture, wouldn't it be nice to show a variety and show the, the differences, the fireplay, the flogging, the you know the the other little things that go in what we actually Guys, do. Maren, hold on for a second. Somebody in the background, you've got a lot of um, interference. Is there television or something? I don't know. I, I don't think hear it anymore. It's gone. It's gone now. It's gone. Okay. okay. It might have been me. Okay. I had to move to somewhere quieter. No, oh, okay. I'm just sitting right here. <laughs> don't worry. It's all right. That's okay. Yeah, sometimes here. it happens. <laughs> right. Sometimes it happens. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. And so, uh, anyway, so this so is I, eight or I nine years. This is eight or stuff. nine years in the making, actually. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is. This is about seven, eight years in the making. Well, yeah, the very first one was actually is actually kind of considered to be the second book, and that's Kaylee's Keeper. That was the one that I wrote first, and I simply I was I happened to be at a dungeon one night, and I kind of got that image in my head of this poor girl who had bit off more than she could chew, running screaming from the place, shouting a safe word, <laughs> and uh, that's what started the whole thing, and. Uh, and I have See, I think, I, you know, it, really I, so, honestly I didn't think it would be a series. I really so honestly then, didn't. I thought it well, would be you a know, one you book. knew all these girls, you knew all these people that were going to do the anthology with you or did you just you met a few of them and then they had some friends that wanted to do it or how did that happen? Oh, I did. This is actually the second box set with different authors that I've done. And the first time surprised me. The first time it was a set of authors and they I, I get an email from them in my box saying, would you like to do a box set with us? And I had never done one before. And I said, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then Nothing said, to it. Uh, Nothing to it. Yeah, yeah. And I said, well, what's the theme? And they said, well, Masters of the Castle. And I'm like, oh, that is awesome. They, all these people want to come and play in my world, in my book. This is fantastic. And then I sat there and thought, wait a minute, I'm the last person they invited. It was a fun way to get started on it, but then for this box set, it was actually one of the authors who couldn't make it here tonight, Catherine Dean, who came up to me and she said, I really, really want to write a Master of the Castle story. And I said, well, awesome. What kind of thing do you want to do? We just need to come up with a theme and and then we'll ask some people. And, and she said, well, I want to do it a blind girl who's running from the mob. And I said, cool, we can totally blow the castle up. 
Wow. And um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's how that got started. But the people that I invited are people that I've worked with. Tabitha Black, I've worked with her before. Alyssa and Rayana have been Facebook friends with me for quite a while. I've met them. I'm comfortable with them. I love them. Um, everybody here, BJ Wayne, I read her. I loved her work. Golden Angel, I love her work. You know, everybody here has something to offer. Piper writes in some of, in the, in the suspense, mystery kind of, of feel to it, which is something I wasn't very familiar with, so I wanted to bring that in, and I enjoyed that. I had loved having the differences in everybody's work and everybody's writing. So everybody is in there for a reason. Kate Richards, absolutely fantastic. You know, it was. It they was, all have. They all have different styles. styles. They all have different styles. Oh yeah. So. That, that's that's good. I mean, that's what the anthologies usually are. I mean, uh, this is from Blushing Books, I should say, because we didn't say that. Yes. Uh, and you're all with Blushing Books with other books? Is everybody? Or? Yes. Not everybody. Uh-huh. Not everybody. Not everybody. Not everyone. Okay. All right. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. So a few I of you are. I dragged them into my publisher. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, that's what happens sometimes, right? You know, because you know, I, I mean, it's very interesting because there are a lot of publishers, but pub, uh, but blushing after they were on the last time, you know, when we did research on it, I did at least. There were so many books that they do. I mean, I didn't know them either, mm-hmm. and I don't know how I didn't after all those years, but I do now since they've been on several times. But um, mm-hmm. Piper always, you know. Asked me, or she, well, Piper had her own show, right? I mean, that you had people on oh, yourself yeah. for a long mm-hmm. time. Absolutely. And so, I mean, this, you know, I know the first time that we um, that we ever had this type of show, I remember you introduced me to some people, and it was like, I'm going like, well, tell me about this, because I, I think a lot of people don't really know, and, you know, about this. So, does somebody want to explain a little bit about this, so... The people that are listening can understand what when you say a dungeon. Say what, at least tell us what goes on in the dungeon, so people. Know. A dungeon is typically, and it can be anything. It's not necessarily a, a castle and brickwork and all that other stuff. Sometimes it's somebody's home. Um, it's simply because we're all a probably place thinking of where, a dungeon. We're thinking of a castle, like in a, in a secluded yeah. place. <laughs> It's, it's usually just a meeting place where people go to okay. participate in BDSM activities, and it can be somebody's home, it can be a hotel, it can be a, a convention hall. Um, typically, not a restaurant. Designers <laughs> <laughs> don't like the screaming. Well, I've seen it um, there. <laughs> <laughs> right, but it's it's typically called a, a, a dungeon because it's got the equipment, it's got the players. Most importantly, the players. And people just get together to to scene and do the things that you read about in books like Masters of the Castle. And Piper, you were going to say something. You said in restaurants too. You've seen this? Oh yeah, I've I've seen it. There are various places that you can go, and some restaurants actually have some secured areas where you can go in. And, and quite frankly, in Virginia and in Richmond, there's there, there are a couple chapters. That allows you to do that. So, you know, it's kind of interesting that what you see and what you find, and it's all safe and secure, and, and you can go there and, and enjoy whatever your particular desires are. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm... We need to hit some of those restaurants. 
<laughs> well, uh, it Come does seem like you all you all had a good time doing this because I could hear. You know, does anybody want to talk about you know how when you started to write this? You know, did you read each other's work before? You know, or did you help each no. other with the stories? Does somebody want to? Oh no, wait, someone said no. What what happened? What happened? <laughs> so no, you didn't read each other's work, or you didn't know each other. Well, we I mean, were as as, all know, writing them at the same time. Yeah. I wrote. Uh, oh. I uh, this is Golden Angel. I wrote mine after. Um, we we each got assigned two uh, other authors that we had to have interactive scenes with, and I was in the middle of writing another book. Um, and they were both. They were B J Wayne and and Raza Greywood were both way more on top of things than I was, <laughs> and so they both uh, just kind of reached out to me and were like, hey this is what I want to do. Is that, is what's okay with you? And I said, well, here's my outline. I'm probably not going to be working on this until next month. Go ahead and write whatever you want. And then I'll work around it. Um, and because of that, I ended up having to ask them to change like one or two things. But for the most part, I, it, for me, uh, this is my first time doing anything like this. And it made it very easy for me to be, to say, okay, here's my outline. And then, this is where everything matches up and just try to insert my story around theirs, um, which was a lot of fun. And also, Can I say, you said that was your first time. What type of, what other type of writing do you do besides that? Um, I'm an indie author. Uh, so I, I mostly do uh, BDSM, uh, contemporary BDSM romances, historical Victorian domestic discipline romances, paranormal romances, uh, oh, so you do a lot of romance. Yeah. Yeah, romance. Right, because I think that that's you know, a lot of people wanna know, you know, because every there's a lot of people that do write in a lot of genres. You know, and I think Piper knows we've talked about this before on a lot of shows, you know, about getting readers and making and Amazon not screwing it up for people because but you know, in the categories. Yeah. So um, does somebody want to talk about that? How they they're getting readers? Does, whoever, does anybody want to talk about that part? How to get readers That's for the books? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, because you know, Amazon. You know, if you're not in the right category, so do you feel like you're in the right category right now, or is it smaller? Is it larger than it used to be? How do you feel about that? Uh, I wouldn't say it's smaller. I'd say it's always growing. It is growing. Okay. So do you have do we have a problem with, because Amazon has been taking things off or taking reviews oh, yeah. off, and, you know, what kind of problems are you facing? Or if any. Um, you not. Do, yeah. Piper? I'm sorry, did somebody want to grab this? I don't think um, that we've faced any particular problems so far. You know, I okay. think what happens is if the books get stuck in a basic erotic category, that's where some of the problem has been for a lot of authors because they're, you know, those categories, they make the the covers and everything disappear to a point. You know, the way that we're positioned, I, I feel, is really secure and solid. It's action and adventure and some mystery and suspense. And, you know, so far we haven't seen anything. I oh, think it's good. important to note, Marsha, that um, one of the things for the listeners is, and Marin, please pipe in on this, 
is this is an interactive story, so it's not just eight different stories that don't okay. equate to each other. They are right. all intertwined, coming to a big conclusion at the end, and that was Marin's yeah. idea. And we all were guided toward just two points, but enough so that we had a, a beautiful – Marin is brilliant when she created all of her outlines and her guidelines. I mean, she created scenarios for the castle, which, of course, she did for her other books, but it helped us – feel and see and taste the castle so that when we went in to write our stories, we could write them cohesively together to come to this final conclusion. Right, because that is a very me. thorough good mind because that's hard to do. Very hard to do. You know, And uh, I had help with the, it. Uh, Catherine Dean helped me quite a bit with some of that when we were coming. We did talking on the phone almost every day, iron out the the timeline so that we could hopefully make this as easy a process as possible because it was really kind of hard to integrate all eight stories. Yeah, because I think it is difficult, you know, even when, you know, even when there's two people writing a book, it's very difficult, you know, which, you know, because everybody does have their own voice when they're writing. So that's a hard job, you know, and I think ask, one of a the good reasons, person to ask on that would yeah. be Rihanna and Alyssa because yeah. those two, came together to co-write the book within this. So, I mean, okay. they have... It, do either of you want to talk about that? that? Right. Reza or Alyssa, do you want to say... I mean, that. do you two know each other? Did you know each other yeah. before? Okay. All right. Well, yeah. that's a good thing. So, you knew each other's <laughs> style of somewhat of how yeah, we, we work together I mean, because this is an lot. undertaking. I think one of the things that people don't get is that when you say erotic, when you say BDSM, they don't realize that how hard it is, it's just the same as writing every other book. You know, people say like, oh, the, you know, I think people when they hear indie or they say people that are just, you know, they don't realize what how much work goes into everything, you know, because, um, you know, they go, oh, I don't want to read this kind of book or I don't want to read any sex books. And that's like ridiculous because it's, that's, it's a story. And I think that's one of the things. So, do Alyssa or Razor, either one of you want to talk about how you two wrote yours together, you know, to make it intertwine? It's it's a very interesting process that you've done yeah. here because I don't think, and Piper knows that, I've had a lot of people that have had done anthologies, but not like this because it's hard, very hard, you know, it when you're intertwining. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, definitely and so, was a, a, a huge learning curve. <laughs> Well, but that's, but isn't that good though? I mean, you know, because now it it does it's a whole new way that you can write because you also because usually writers, you know, a lot of times they go like, well, they're very firm in what they say, and a lot of times they don't like people to cut out their words, and you know, they don't, <laughs> and so they, you know what that you know what I'm saying because it does get hard because a lot of writers just like what they write, and then they don't want anybody editing out anything they say because they think every word is perfect, and that is not the case, and so it's difficult to edit. I'm sure a book like this, with all of you in it. You know, uh, I would think. Allie, you know, Ali and Brian, you guys do a lot of different books that are co-authored together. How do you guys split uh, no, down and divide don't. your stuff? Okay, so we don't actually. That was our first official co-author, but we have worked together a lot. Like I beta read and edit Ali's stuff, and she beta reads and edits my stuff. Um, I mean, I'm over here laughing. 
uh, when when Marsha was talking about how people don't like their stuff cut up and everything because I yeah. am the worst. I am the meanest editor in existence. <laughs> well, the meanest. Right. The <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, I know, and I don't think people understand that that an editor, it, when someone edits out their work, it really matters, you know, and that's why they need editing because, you know, you may think it sounds right, but sometimes the people that are reading the book don't, and that's really important. You have to get it the right way because you may know things, but you want to make sure that that reader knows everything you're knowing, so they can enjoy the book. So I, well, you know, I know what editor. About it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, can, I think, uh, Marcia, can I jump yeah. in and ask BJ yes. a question because she might have to leave? <laughs> okay. Oh, I okay. I'm sure the quiet she one. Boys. Okay. And I just wanted to ask BJ, you know, when you got involved with this, what did you think and how did you create your characters? Uh, what I thought is I was scared to death because uh, <laughs> I was just so nervous, as Maureen can tell you. It took her a month to talk me into doing this. So, um, did you? What did you write before? I, did you write what other type of uh, writing? Oh yeah, no. So I've been writing for about ten years, and yeah. uh, I write strictly contemporary. Uh, erotic romances, BDSM okay. and spanking. Um, okay. But uh, my characters, I wanted to do uh, one of my uh, favorite uh, plots to do between my characters is the they they knew each other as kids, and uh, Carly was uh, crazy about her brother's best friend, but she gave up on him ever seeing her as anything but her brother's little sister. So uh, that's how I I uh, got them together at the at the uh, castle, and I don't know what else to tell. And it was that. a lovely story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. It was a lot of fun to write to write Carly's character. Well, I see. I think it's really you know it's the first one done. Just by the way, BJ yeah. was the first one done of all of us. Yes, that's good. Well, because okay. I was so nervous, I wouldn't get it done. <laughs> Well, how long did it? How long did it take to? How long did it take? You know, from beginning to end to get it out there. Uh, four weeks. Everybody's story. For me, that's well, that's all? how long it took me. Uh-huh. Every, how about every the entire? Really, four weeks? Oh, that's that's good. the entire book. If yeah. you're talking well, the entire then book, yeah. Well, then there was all the editing yeah, and well, all that. Yeah. How how much for the entire? How long for the entire book? Um, we four started weeks. putting this project together last mm-hmm. fall. Um, we started putting the outline together about January. Mm-hmm. Um, people started writing about BJ. When was that? That was about April, wasn't it? May. I I turned mine in in March. March. <laughs> there you go. March. And the rest of the terrible. I told you I was nervous. I wanted to get it done. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait. Yeah, the last times were... right. It's better to just get it done. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yes. That's we right. were working <laughs> probably. Six months on the whole thing all together. Okay. So good. So it takes mm-hmm. with yeah. edit rounds and proofing rounds and yeah. And so, are, there, are you going to be writing again together at all, or thinking of it? I have nope. no doubt. Okay. I have no idea. I wouldn't okay. mind working with any of these authors again, but I don't have anything. <laughs> well, that's anymore. a good thing. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Because well, that's a good. Th- well, that's good to hear. Because, 
you know, after <laughs> sometimes partnerships, or, you know, especially a, a larger one like this, you would go like, oh, no, this is it for me. I've said, you know, because whenever I've said sometimes this is it, this is never it, you know, <laughs> there's never such, you know, because you change your mind, you know, on different things sometimes. But it seems like you all enjoyed doing this project, which is really, you know, see, that's what writing is about. You know, I myself have issues a lot of times because, you know, I'm writing something, I'm thinking I'm not even that much fun writing it. Maybe it's wrong, you know, for me. So do you all feel that if you're writing something and you're not having fun, it might be something you should just table or just go on? Does somebody want to take that? Piper, you, you've written a lot of books. Do you go on even if you don't like what you've written? <laughs> I mean, I think it depends. For me personally, if I don't like it, I just leave it for a little while, and then I come back to it and see. You know, if it's a project working with someone, and I haven't done a lot of those, but I honestly think you just talk, and you just figure out, what is, is there a hiccup there? Is there a reason that yeah. you don't like it so much? And then right. you kind of move forward from there, because all of a sudden the creative ideas flow again. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes people are very hard on themselves as they write. Marin, how do you oh, yeah. feel about that? Do you go on or do you finish? Or do you just a lot stop of, it? I I don't. I, I do go on. Um I'll take a yeah. break maybe of a day. I'll stop where I'm at. If I really dislike it, I'll go back to the very beginning of the book and I'll start to reread it all over again because usually if I hate what I'm doing, it's because there's a mistake in there somewhere and I need to catch it, correct it, and then go yeah. on. When it's yeah. in a project or something um then it's 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 a lot of give and take sometimes you need to yield to somebody else so that everybody's voice in the project can be heard and even if you don't necessarily like it you know what you pull up your big girl panties and you go on um, <laughs> yeah well, that's great. new authors a lot of new authors just need to remember that writing is a job like anything else mm-hmm. and sometimes yep. you're going to hate your job but finish oh, that's a good that's a good way to look at it. You're gonna hate it and you go on. Right. You just move on. Yeah. And then it gets better. Yeah. 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 I think it, does. it happens it to, mo- to people writing. Yeah, I think it happens to all of us when we're writing. You know. I mean, I'm very tough on myself, so I you know, that I, I wish I wasn't, but I am. You know, and I think a lot of us are, you know, and we don't wanna be but we are. You know, um Right. 'Cause I I always I'll sit down and go like, All right, just write it and don't just do it, you know, and, I, and I've given advice. I've been doing this 20 years. I used to be an agent. I give everybody advice, just keep going on. And even one time I was at a signing, somebody asked me that question, I went, just go on. And then I try in my head to go, okay, just go on. You know, I say it to other people, but when it's myself, then I go like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, we all have that, I think, you know. But um, when you're working in a group and you made a, you've made a decision here, you can't do that. You're going to have to finish this because you're all relying on each other. This is an important, you have it outlined. So if one person doesn't right. do it, not a good thing. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. It leaves everybody else hanging. And fortunately, this was a really awesome group because they all of them worked so hard to hit the deadline you know, and to get everything right. Does everybody does anybody write anything different of, than romance, or um, everybody writes romance and be you know any type of or BDSM or you know what? Well, you know, you know I write just plain contemporary. Yes, yes. You, <laughs> I, you've written a ton of books, yeah. though. I am Piper. You've written a lot over the years yeah. too. I mean, how many? Yeah, you've had hundreds, I think. Or I don't know yeah. how many. <laughs> you've had a lot. 
but so yeah. You know, and uh, I think that Raisa and Alyssa, are you both indie published? I'm Rihanna. Raisa, somebody else. No, I know that. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know that. I was just because so I think Raisa. They were. They said that they were indie published. I think Raisa said that. This right? is Raisa. Oh. This is Raisa. I am indie published, but I also um, do some. Oh, you are indie with... published too. You are Rihanna. Am I you are. No, I'm Raisa. And I do have indies, but I also work with another publisher aside from Blushing. Um, I, a hybrid, I guess, is what they call that. Yeah. Because I have both. Yeah. But I'm the yeah. newbie in the group. <laughs> um, oh, you're the new one. Oh, I'm, right. I'm the new one. <laughs> I have the fewest books. I think I have five out now. Um, so I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm the new kid on the block. And I was yep. just absolutely thrilled to be invited to do this. I, I'm still thrilled. Yeah, I still can't believe it's up there. Um, it was it was one of those. Okay, I'm gonna wait just to make to make sure this is real. When it goes up on Amazon, then it's real. Then it's done. I know. You know. I think you know. And so, are you marketing it? Each of you marketing it separately, or you know, I I see here that I know you gave me a note here um, that said you're giving away a paddle. Is this right? But <laughs> it's on my note. <laughs> that it's was my note. Mariana's idea. So I, that, you, how are you doing? Well, how are you doing? You just you having a drawing <laughs> or something? I don't know. How are you giving this paddle to somebody? <laughs> what we did was we have a. Um, a woman who does um, all of our swag, and Rayana and I were talking one day, and I said, hey, how cool would it be to get a Masters of the Castle paddle? And then the idea came to ship it to everybody and have everybody sign it and then give it away at our our release party. So, And what we've been doing is if, if, if readers follow us all on BookBub, then they get entries into win this paddle. And I think on the 20th is when that closes and we'll choose a winner and they'll get the paddle oh, okay. that's signed by all of us. Okay. Well, book and, yeah, you go to, and christened um, by Rihanna. Allie, where did they go to, to Not just let me. you know that they've been entered? Um, so if anybody listening to it's on my, after. Right. Good idea. It's on my, Good idea. It's, in, it's on my Facebook author page. Um, so, Look me up on Facebook, uh, author Alyssa Hart, and it'll be there will be a post that has that, and then we're also giving away a Kindle. Oh, that's good. You know, um, this is what I wanted to say. Like, I I will put that on my group. Okay, I we I have a group now. It's called uh, it's the Michigan Avenue Media World of Ink Podcast Group, and everybody on my show. I'm going to put them in the group if they want to be because then they can post and I can post all of their books or whatever, you know. So they'll just just the guess because I'm trying to, you know, on Facebook, as we know here, that how I love all this marketing, but I do it all the time. You know, people have too many. There's a lot of groups out there, but I think I'm just going to keep this particular one to the people that have been on the show so then I can promote them because I do promote them. Uh, anyway, you know, I'm always liking and sharing people that are on and people that are on, and this goes for you guys too, you can be on again because, you know, just if you have something you want to promote, all you have to do is email me 
and then I'll have a show and add you in. You know, and Piper knows that because that's what I do. You know, and that's why... Oh, you're welcome. No, because that's where, you know, I've met so many people over the years, but I thought of a way this would be best to just, for the guests on the show, after nine years, you know, this little brainstorm came to me, I don't know. You know, I mean, that's what happens. You know, there's so many ways you can market, but I figured this way would be good for all the people that have been on the show, and um, I know Facebook changed some things, so I'll go in again and check it out, but... I um, will. I've, I'll sign you all in there, and then whatever you have, you could either send to me, and I'll put on there, you know. And then we'll just okay. um, do it that way, because I think that you know, I, I think that's one of the things Facebook. You know, I didn't mention this before, but I was listening today to a webinar on uh, about Instagram. It was really good, and they were talking about something that I think all of us don't probably do. A lot of times we're putting out the same message. Well, this woman, she was, her name is uh, Hillary um, Rushford, I think. But she gave this, and she was saying that a lot of times people don't like to read the same exact ad that they've seen or, you know, or Facebook advertisement that we're all doing. So I'm thinking that's maybe not a bad thing because. We all do. We seem to do the same thing. We seem to put the covers on, but I think they were saying that sometimes use some other kind of banners and put it on Instagram because Instagram seems to be a place where you can tell more of a story of what you do. It's yeah. changing, you know. I, is everybody on Instagram? I, I, you know, I've been on it, but I'm yeah. just trying to, I, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. Well, I think sure. and they're saying, yeah. So everybody's on it. So I think that's probably a good way for people to think about things because they were saying, it's more of like a story because you're trying to sell your book, but they also you can add things more, you know, like make a story of what you're doing and people are reading it. They actually are reading the links and you know clicking on the links. And I don't know what happened to Facebook, but the problem with Facebook is. They're, it's not going as many places. I think Piper, you know, you've been doing this nine years too with with shows. You know how this is. It's they're not. Uh, you know, sometimes people will ask me to have a show. They're not letting it out. Do you, does anybody find that that they don't know oh, yeah. if it's if people are yeah who who just said who said that right who said that <laughs> well, which which one. Uh, Angel. <laughs> okay, so do you find that happening? That, that right, and it's so hard to promote. Because Definitely. you think yeah. it's, they're not sharing. Yeah, because like, I know that Facebook changed the algorithm for, you know, when I when I first started trying to promote myself, um, people, you know, I would see a lot of people saying, oh, do the like, share, and subscribe. And you can't do that now because Facebook suppresses posts that say like, share, and subscribe. Um, and you, it's really, especially if you have a page, they've kind of, made the pages less visible for some reason. And so the only way to really have any visibility for, for something that you're promoting is to buy an ad. And, and so I think they, I think they probably, you know, purposefully are suppressing um, things that look like they could be ads on people's Facebook pages uh, so that you have to give them money in order to, do anything with it Um, I have found that the private groups are the private groups are kind of more where it's at for promotion promoting and meeting people and actually getting to interact with people because 
that does come up in people's feeds more often, as long as they're an active member of the group. Um, then when things are happening in that group, they usually get to see it. But, you know, if they, if they stop, if they start missing or if they're not liking enough posts in the group, then they don't see as much of what's going on in the group either, unless they go back in and check it manually. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's uh, one of the know, problems with Facebook. Now, Maren, <laughs> you've been you said nine years you've been doing this, so you see also also you've been doing this a long time, right? I've been doing this series for a long time. I've been writing and publishing. No, but I mean writing. So you've been on Facebook though. You've been on Facebook probably all these years or not? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, so do you see I, that this happens too? I mean, we're all seeing this. So yes. That's why, you know, when when I have guests, I'm trying to figure out what we can all do. You know, and that's why I listen to all these webinars. And, you know, this one happened to be pretty good because people are saying that Instagram, but, you know, and I don't know if anybody noticed this, but, like, even when I'm using my page from my shows, I, I use Twitter. But they're not putting the picture on, and they're just putting on just the one line, and I have to go in there and retweet it and put pictures on because it's not coming up as the way it should on Twitter. Uh, I right. don't know what's happening. Yeah, do you notice that, or is it maybe I just you know I oh, notice all yes. these things. You do. All right. So yeah. So what what are you doing yourself personally for every, you know for everything you do? How do you promote it? Uh, Instagram. Twitter, Instagram, Twitter. Um, Facebook is wonderful. If anybody actually looks at the cover for the witness protection program, I tried to purchase an ad on Facebook mm-hmm. and was rejected because of the cleavage. Yeah. Now, I like I said, ah. if you look at the cover, you have to find a magnifying glass well, this in order to identify too, where no, the this cleavage is because a lot on of this times, cover. Right. Mm-hmm. You did a good job on the cover. She's wearing a dress. She's wearing yep. clothes. She's not in lingerie. Yeah. So I'm sorry. The only thing I can come up with is that Facebook doesn't like women to have curves. Hmm. Um, but they will They will definitely block you, and that makes it difficult. That makes it yeah. very difficult because they've right. got unspoken rules for people who write um, fringe romances, which yeah. BDSM and yeah. romance is. Yeah. As opposed to all kinds of cleavage that you're going to get on the cover of a historical romance published by the Big Five. Yeah. So there is what? there's different stuff there, and it makes it more difficult when you're trying to get your stuff out there. But there's also yeah. See, that was in, right Google because I don't think and, this cover this cover was not as revealing as I've seen a lot of covers being revealing. No, so it's you not know, revealing at all. Yeah. And which was a smart. Yeah, you can thing sometimes to do. get away with Amazon ads too. So I mean, those sort of things. But it also helps. Like for me, I'm totally clueless when it comes to <coughs> marketing. And yeah. fortunately, I have somebody that helps me, and her name is Renee Brooks, and she's my PA, and she is um, my amazing when it comes to this stuff. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's good. I, you know, because right, I think that you know that's the thing is you know how you promoting the book and certainly on the topics, and you know with this topic, I think right, I think but you're in on Amazon, it it does just fine because I looked at Am, you know, I I go through Amazon and see what's out there, and so they they do show the books and everything seems to be fine, but I don't really know what, how they're classifying things. It is very difficult. And, you know, cause what Piper said before is how you get in the book, how you get in there and what you're classified as. And if that works, 
I don't really know either. I mean, and that's why certainly with all of, you know, the guests I've had, it's very difficult because everybody is saying the same thing. Yeah. You know, with, I, I have a it, feeling it's not just what you're doing now, it's what you've done in the past oh, that may get you categorized one place or another or looked at harder one way or another, or things like that. So you think they, they go through all of that to see your other books too to see what happened? Hmm. I think that well, when you put up a picture that may come close to violating or being too revealing yeah. or whatever, then they flag you in a way, and then it's much harder to get up from under that flag. Yeah, see, I think that this is really an issue, yeah. I think that, um, yeah, see, that's the whole thing. It's really, it's shocking, but it's, you know, the way it is now. I mean, does anybody yeah, have any questions exactly. that they want to ask each other? Because, you know, you're all here, so does anybody want to ask anybody else a question? About well, I think Allie know. left because her baby was screaming. Okay. Oh. Right. So everyone knows oh. that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, happens. she's just yeah. What yeah, is everybody else working on right now? Oh gosh. Uh, well, I'm I'm co-writing. My this is like the summer of Van Thought. This is Angel. I'm like. This is the summer of uh, group projects, apparently, because I, I did the Masters of the Castle box set, and then I did a short story anthology, and now I'm writing my first co-written book with um, Lee Savino, and we're doing uh, Alien Romance, um, which should be coming out at the end of this month, hopefully. And then I'm also working on my, the final book in my contemporary BDSM series, which should come out hopefully by the end of next month if I can finish it in time. <laughs> do you all write under I'm the at. same? Do you, do you write under different names at times? Uh, I have two yes. names. Uh, I use Golden Angel for all of my happily ever after romance stuff. Um, I write. Like I, like I said earlier, I write in a bunch of different genres within the romance. Um, and then I have a second pen name, uh, Sinestreange, um, which is all of my erotica, dark romance, fetish romance, kind of the I could, more could you fringe Facebook me? Cause stuff. I couldn't, could you Facebook me later with yours? Because I couldn't find you. I was looking oh, on sure. Facebook for you. <laughs> yeah, okay. But I, you're not under Golden Angel, right? Are you? No, I should yeah. be. Yeah, she, she is. is. Yeah. Oh, she's all right. Because I was yeah. looking. I couldn't find some. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah, because I, I try to look it up everybody. <laughs> Weren't you in Facebook jail for a minute? Go on. Oh, she was in Facebook jail a few days ago. I don't know if that would affect I was, yeah. Was, yeah, I don't know if that well, if would affect you. Because people were still commenting on my stuff. Right, right. I know. That's such a ridiculous thing, yeah. I, you know. But I look at, you know, the good thing is, which I've said all the time, you know, you meet people from Facebook because that's how we all, you know, met each other. And a Piper, when she did Red River, you know, we all met each other through those ways, you know, which is good. But I think what's happening now is people are just not happy, you know, because they're thinking it's people are going to see what they had and they're not seeing it. So I think that everybody's always looking for that. That's why sometimes on our shows we always, I like to ask people how, what they think of it because, you know, I think that in general people are having issues and that's why I think Instagram is, you know, although I think, I don't know, if was Instagram brought by Facebook? I don't know because you can intermingle yeah. your ads with them. Yeah. Instagram so, is owned know. by Facebook. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. But, 
so maybe that's what happens, you know, to, you know, that's what's happening all along with all of this Facebook, you know, we're all, you know, I know that they sent me something the other day that they were changing the way the page looks, but then they never sent anything again. And then they said, if you don't do it, we're going to just change it for you. So I don't know if that's why I couldn't find things. I couldn't even get in my own accounts today, you know, and mm-hmm. the security they have is driving me insane. So, you know, you they're asking for codes. Does everybody have this code? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you do. All right. What yeah. are you doing with it? You just yeah. I so I. How do you feel about this? I mean, this is hard. You know, it's very difficult to promote, and then you put something out, and and all of a sudden they say you can't do this. You have to go in and you have to resubmit it. Yeah, but what can you have there? I mean, Nothing. pretty much if you if you want to do it, you got to learn it. Yeah. Um, and you've got to play by, you know, the rules. their rules. And even when I their know. rules change from second to second and yeah. instance to instance, and there doesn't seem to be a lot of rhyme or reason or right. ability to it, you, you still got to just muddle through it and figure it out or throw your hands up and say, well, if anybody wants to read my stuff, they know where I live. You know? No, well, that's <laughs> you, can't, you can't actually do that now. You can't actually no, do that do because that. then you will have nobody books because you have to do this stuff you know we all have to do it you know but it seems like you know you have some good relationships here so I think that's a good thing I think that you know when you've done something like this you know it's hard to do I'm amazed always you know and when Piper you said that you're right because it is unusual to have it done where it intertwines Mm -hmm. absolutely you know and I, I mean, think that, you know, something important with the marketing aspect is that you're marketing to, you might be marketing to a particular group of people, but you're always going to find those out there that are a little unsure about what they want to read or how to do it and yeah. somebody recommends something. And then you can pull them in and then suddenly, I mean, I think that's one of the, the cool things about doing a compilation or an anthology is yeah. You can also pull in your other books and help them see that you do other things. You know, and for me, over, you know, some of the things we've been doing these past couple of weeks, that's been very successful where people had no idea who I was in certain applications, and I gave them a right. free book or two, and all of a sudden they go, wow, I didn't know you yeah. existed. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've been, yeah, you've been doing this a long time with a lot of books you know, in different genres, you know, plus yeah, hosting the, a show, plus something. hosting a show, you know, I mean, but, you know, when you, when you have different names, sometimes they don't realize it either. No, and, and the That's whole true. different name things, I'm not sure. I mean, I have mixed feelings about that because, you know, I've always been under the concept that if you write completely in a different genre, you, you know, authors or readers think of you in a certain light. Yeah. They'll be accepting about a little bit of a difference, but, you know, if it's completely, if you write sweet and suddenly you go to dark, uh-uh. If you write kids, you know what, you're not going to write I know, sex but, you know, it really yeah. is hard. You know, I've spent years doing this and trying to figure out what to do, changing names and changing Facebook pages and doing a blog yeah. for my other names. But it is very difficult. So I made the decision the to just be who I am. That's it. I <laughs> mean. Because it, it's doubly, it's really hard for me because I'm on the show talking about, you know, this, I wrote this or that. And so it's kind of hard for me to separate, which took me a lot of years now to just say there's nothing I could do because I am 
a children's author, and I've done romance and more se- some sexier things. So I, there's nothing I can do because I tried it, and it was just too hard because I am on the show talking about different genres, and, you know, I, I write in different genres. So it was kind of hard doing it. So now I'm just deciding, just put it all together on my web page, and you know, and divide it into, you know, on my website and dividing it, you know, dividing it like, you know, Marcia Casper does children's or romance or whatever. So it is hard, you know, to, and that's why for you, Piper, you've done in a lot of genres with different names. So you know, and yes, and I, I don't know if that's the best way to go. I mean, trust me, if I knew the answers to all I the questions either. that we've right. asked, know. <laughs> you know, I'd be wealthy. I'd be on that beach. The cabana boy I keep talking yep. about would be mine. Okay, <laughs> not happening. So, you know, no, I, I think that's true. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, it's just that you. It, my only advice, if I had advice for a young writer or one who's just entering the business. Consistency. Yeah. Whatever you do, do it well and follow your heart. Don't let all the naysayers, all the publishers, all the people, all the clicks, all the this, all the Amazon issues, all the whatever, thwart you from doing what you love to do. Because if you allow that to happen, you're going to write crap. Bottom line. Yeah, I agree, and that's true because, you know, I have, you know, told people over the years, just write the best story that you can, you know, and just if you write in different genres. But if I were giving advice to someone starting out, I myself would say to them to write in one genre for a while and get a lot, you know, you, you get your friends and you also get fans. It's very difficult to have fans when you have a lot of different categories. So, yeah. uh if you write in one specific genre, you can get more fans because they're waiting for your next book. But if your next book is going to be something completely different, they're not going to maybe want to read it. So you know, I, you though, know. And, I'll, and I'll jump in here just for a second, then I'm going to yeah. stop talking. But it's kind of partially true. I think if you're a typical contemporary romance author, um, and there are several that are making all big dollars, and they're they're writing for Montlake and Amazon exclusively, and they just make hand over fist money. Catherine Bybee is one of those, and she writes in a particular genre. You know exactly where you're going to get in every book, and that's what she's made her niche, and you know proud yeah. of her, and would want to be her, you know, with all my heart and the whole thing. But I think what you're seeing in the the erotic romance industry is that ain't the case. Yeah. You you're putting stuff out there that is you know reverse harem's hot and that's going to be BDSM and then it's going to be you know a little bit more dubcon that's going to be a little darker than whoops that's too dark let's pull you back. All yeah. of a sudden you got people writing and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And they're yeah, selling I, yeah. if they have yeah. a formula. Yeah. Madison Faye yeah. comes to mind. Does she, all right, so she just does it then, right? That's she what does she does. It. And she puts out a book every two weeks, and they're not long. Wow. They don't have to be. And she she gets the best covers from one of the hottest photographers in the freaking world, and she puts stuff out, and she just does it, and she rolls. And no, she's not a book stuffer, and no, she actually doesn't have ghost writers, and 
yada, yada, yada. She just does it in a certain manner. And it can be a rough rider trucker today, and it can be a king of some, you know, country tomorrow. It doesn't matter. It's What's her name? Madison. What's her name? Madison Fay. Yeah, I don't know. F-A-Y-E. Yeah. And she's hot. And she's a hot yeah. tamale, and she's going to be a hot tamale for a while. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah I, think, I think one of the main things is if you're going to be writing, uh, you know, like it's one thing to go from writing children's books to writing romance, but if you want to be in the – because right. I, I have some friends who – they have like five different pen names for each subgenre of romance, you know, one for historical, one for sci-fi, one for contemporary. And I looked at that and I went, Oh my God, there's no way I can't do it. And I've had, I've had some readers who have said, Oh, I'm not into sci-fi or, Oh, I love your contemporary stuff, but I don't read the historical stuff. And I just tell them, Oh, okay, well, that's great. My next contemporary book is out, you know, four months from now. Uh, there will be the stuff that you don't like in between, but the next one is coming, and yeah. and it's up to you know it's up to them to figure out. But it is out kind of unfortunate they, that they won't even try it. Do you know what I mean to read it because they may well, like and, it. Well, but some know. of them some of them do. I've, oh, I've that's had a good. few people who that's yeah, good. I, I put out my first sci-fi book this year, and I had a few people who said I don't really like sci-fi, but I tried yours and I liked yours, and I said okay, well that's really cool. I'm writing another one, and also here's some of my favorite sci-fi romance authors if you get the like if you want to go on a binge right, right, um, right. These are the authors i i aspire to <laughs> no that's um, nice that's a does, good thing I, yeah i think it does help you know open and, and but there is there is still consistency they know when i'm writing as golden angel they know there's 99 percent of the time there's going to be spankings and butt stuff and it doesn't matter yeah. where in the world or where in time we are, that's probably going to be in there. And there's probably going to be humor because that's, those are like the three things that I'm kind of, I, I think, uh, known that's for. Good. Um, okay. <laughs> but so there is still consistency even throughout like all the subgenres. And, and I think yeah. that's more important than, or can be for, for a lot of people um, who are like me, who can't focus on a single genre as much as I would like to, but for for us to still stay consistent in some manner with our writing style. Um, and yeah. that's why I have the alternate pen name, because that's for all the stuff that doesn't necessarily have a happily ever after and doesn't necessarily uh, follow my kind of more traditional um, plotting. Well, that's a, really the good thing about writing now, because we could write almost anything we want to and uh hope for an audience because if we do it indie then at least we don't have some pub, five six publishers 20 <laughs> publishers whatever rejecting us and saying they don't want it because you know that book is going to go somewhere because you're putting it out and that's that's the great thing about it but i did hear a story the other day about uh the indie writers this there's some that have really done phenomenal and they took them off completely of amazon and yeah, saying that they suffers. did you, you know what I'm saying? Did you hear that? Yeah, book suffers. Oh yeah. Yeah. We know yeah. that there's there were dozens taken off because they did book stuffing and they were all at number one, two, five, ten, whatever. And it was an unfortunate thing for the business all the way around, but you know, it wasn't good for any of us. But but were all of them really doing that or did some of them just yeah. get caught in the Yeah. yeah. No. No, they were all of them breaking terms. They were breaking um, the rules that Amazon had laid out, 
and yeah. they were they they were willfully knowingly violating that, and they got caught. Yeah. yeah. And they made a lot they of money removed. before they got caught. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they but did. That, right. Okay. That. Yeah. Yeah. See, because I read that, and I'm thinking, like, well, were they really all guilty? But yeah, apparently then. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, Amazon that, didn't pull them all at once either. It. No. Amazon. Oh, okay took the time to go through, like, they, they kind of came down over a couple of weeks because um, they were being reported by a lot of the readers uh, as readers kind of started, as, as book stuff. I think it actually started with one of them trying to trade um, entry into a contest for Tiffany's Diamonds um, it for reviews, and... It kind that kind of got readers notices like, hey, this seems kind of unethical, and then it it got really big on Twitter um, under hashtag Get Loud, and readers kind of becoming aware of book stuffing and what it was, and starting to report it to Amazon and and getting loud on on social media. And I you think wanna, that kind maybe of you could explain, Amazon was, you wanna, Do you want to explain that maybe because maybe people are listening might not know what that is. Oh, uh, what, what book kind stuff just, is, or yeah, 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 yeah book stuff. Because you know, there's a lot okay. of people who don't. Okay. So Kindle, Kindle Unlimited, the way it works is that you're exclusive to Amazon, and um, you can't. So you can't write for any other platform, and so you can. The way that Amazon pays its Kindle Unlimited authors is every month they say this is the amount for the month everyone gets a piece of that pie. But the amount does not go up or down. Um, and so basically the goal for Kindle Unlimited authors is to get as much of that pie as they can. And you get that by your page counts. So if I have a book that's 200 pages long and someone else has a book that's 20 pages long and one person reads my book and 20 people read their book, then we each have 200 page reads and we each get paid the same amount. That's fair. What was happening with the book stuffers, uh, first they, were, they had started out by um, doing, putting links at the beginning of the book that say, click here to enter my giveaway for blah de blah And when you uh, click that link, it would take you to the last page of the book. So then Amazon would count all those pages of, as having been read even though the readers hadn't actually read the book. Amazon changed uh, some of the, what they were doing so that that was no longer possible. And so the book stuffers started doing other things to get people to read more pages within the books. So they would have their book, and then they would put five or six bonus books at the back. The problem with what they were doing, though, was that those bonus books would get rotated through multiple other books. So you, they would have four or five books, many of which had similar, like had the same content. They would spread it out a little bit. So books one, two, and three, or one, three, and five would have certain books in the back, and then books two and four would have different other certain books in the back. But there was actually a blogger who made a chart so that you could see how many times each of these stuffers were reusing material over and over again in their wow separate books as bonus material and then and and they had um i didn't even realize like that myself i didn't even realize that part oh, myself wow it was crazy and there were there were screenshots of uh one of their the 
a, a lot of them shared the same PA, and there were screenshots going around on Twitter of um, the PA giving instructions in one of their private groups on wow. how to flip through their Kindle so even if they weren't reading the book because they'd already read Jeez. the bonus content in other books before, but to just asking them to just help the author out by flipping through the pages slowly enough that Amazon would think that they were reading it. Right. Um, and they I could just yeah, see I this while they were watching myself. TV at home. Jeez. Yeah. It's, I mean, it was cr- – and, and so because these books were like 4,000, 5,000, 10,000 pages long and these – readers who wanted to help out their, these authors that they enjoyed were following these instructions and, and wow. were thinking, hey, cool, bonus books, which is the first time I came across one of those. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, this is so nice of them to put a bonus book in the back. <laughs> and then as stuff started coming out and realizing that, oh, wow. this is how they're cheating the Kindle Unlimited system. They're putting out these massive books, putting them, you know, using a 99-cent price to – draw the readers in, and then instructing their readers to reread or flip through content that they've already read in other books and, you know, to get them all the Kindle Unlimited money. And then these authors also got put, because, you know, they're getting so many page reads, these authors were put um, in the All-Stars, you know, like the Amazon also does a Kindle Unlimited All-Stars thing. So they were number one in all these categories and putting themselves in categories that. that were not theirs. It's um, unbelievable. And it, yeah. see, I mean, see, that's the whole thing. You know, I mean, I've been in this business for like 20 years. It's just so different now, and it's just so hard for authors to uh, yeah. get the right readers. It's unbelievable. You know, but I, I think, you know, um, in, I would love to have all of you come back, you know, or a few of you at a time because, you know, I don't – Sometimes we get time to read. I did. We didn't because I don't know if you wanted to read or not the books. So, um, but you know, because sometimes we read chapters or so, and then I put it on a different setting, you know, for uh, radio. <laughs> We've had a few that you know, if it, the topic is a little intense, then they restrict it. And but I could still have it, you know. <laughs> but it just you know they allow it, but you have to change your setting. You know, and this is more. This setting now is for more people to see. You know, because naturally you want to get as many people seeing this book and hearing about it, so you don't want it restricted. You know, Piper, would you agree? And you don't want it restricted. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they do. They do. You know, I mean, it, it is the way that it is. You know, um, they do. So that's why you know we don't read too. I don't read too much unless we put it in a different, uh, which which I'm fine with. But we have to do that at the beginning usually. Um, but I'd like everybody to, uh, Bj. I, I, is she gone? I don't know if she's gone. I or not. Bj, are you here? Yeah, she probably had to leave. Okay. So if everybody's here, I'd like you to give your own. You know where they can reach you at. Okay, and um, I will promote the book, you know, that you were on the show, and it is on iTunes, like I said before, so it will, you know, go all, it's it's always out there for years and years, so the link from today's show is everywhere, and I think, Piper, wow. you have the links, right? So you can give it to everybody, oh, the link. Yeah. 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 Okay, so, um, and I'm really happy to meet you all, and I hope you will come on again, you know, this is what we do on the show, we just chit-chat, and that's about it, so. <laughs> And um, 
But that's how you make friends that way. I mean, because Piper and I have known each other like not almost nine years now. Because I think you were doing shows yeah. with Red River nine years ago, right? Yeah. Almost, I think. I yeah. Isn't it amazing? Time flies. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, listen, what can we all say? All right, Marin, you know, uh, yeah. I think it was a terrific job that you did for this to get everybody to intertwine on their, you know, writing. So I think I'll get a copy well, myself of that uh, because I've not seen that. You know, a lot of times it's different stories. So this is, should be very interesting to read. So um, do you want to tell everybody where they can find you and your books? Yeah. Uh, you can find just about everything that there is to know about me on my blog, which is badgirlscorner.blog. And uh, I've got sample chapters of almost all the books up now. Uh, every, few, every few days I put up another sample chapter so you can take a sneak peek and preview what is in this book and along with all the others that I've written. It's Bad over, Girls. What was know, it again? Bad Girls. What was the blog? Bad, Bad Girls, Girls Corner. Okay. Badgirlscorner.blog. All right. I, I take notes every show myself, so I just can find, You know, because a lot of times, that's why I have everybody do this, because you can't find these things unless you know exactly what you're looking for. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there we go. And also, that's what they said at the Instagram, though. They did say that when you put excerpts on, it's a really good thing. People like that. Because they get to, you know, a feel of how the author writes. Oh, yeah. Um, I've been kind of slow coming to that, and I'm horrible about maintaining the blog until there's <laughs> yeah, something well. to release. You can't do everything. If you want to actually talk to me, if you want to actually talk to me, talk to me on Facebook because that's where I am most most okay. of the time. All right. So they'll find you. I found you. Oh, there. Yeah. yeah, your name. I found there. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, BJ Wayne, we don't have hers, but you can find her probably, well, She's on Facebook. She's on Instagram. Okay. She's okay. everywhere too. Right. She has a blog okay. also. So. Okay. And Piper. Um, my blog is Dark Dangerous Delicious at WordPress. And you can find me on Instagram, Author Piper Stone. You can find me on Facebook. I have an author page. I'm on Twitter. I'm on uh, Pick Something. I'm there. <laughs> okay. You're everywhere. Okay. Okay, uh, Golden Angel. Um, I I am on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I think both of those I'm on there is Golden Eye Angel, um, okay. which is left over from my Literatica days, which right. I'm also Golden on there. Eye. Although that's I hardly ever write for there eye anymore. Angel. Okay, that's why. Yeah. Well, on on and Facebook, I, I am on there just as Golden Angel with a I space see in between you the two words. But you're right. If and you were in my, Facebook my, jail, then yeah, that's why I didn't find yeah. you. My um, for my author page, it's uh, Facebook.com uh, slash Golden Angel Author. Um, so that's my Facebook page. But I'm I'm on Facebook a lot, and you can also my I do a lot of interacting in my private group, which is the uh, Angel Legion Layer. Um, so fa- Facebook's really probably the best place to find me. Okay. All right, Raisa. Okay, I have a website, RaisaGrowwood.com. Um, I'm what, also what was on that? Facebook. Oh, it's Raisa. It's not Raisa. your name. Wait, what was? Oh, it is you. Okay, just it's okay. RaisaGrowwood.com. Okay. And I have all my books and um, links to Twitter 
and Instagram and my Facebook group. Um, but yeah, I'm on Facebook and I'm I will always answer questions. I'm always up for a chat or a friend request. Um, that's the easiest way to get in touch with me. And Rihanna, um, I am on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as Ram Jameson, um, and I have a website, ramjameson.com. And uh, okay. yeah, I'm mostly on Facebook as well. You are okay. And Alyssa, yeah, she left. Okay. Uh, she oh, that's right. She left she the baby. Is on she didn't all leave. Those she didn't leave the baby. Well. She left because of the baby. Right. Okay. Right. right. Yeah. All right, and uh, I think we got everything here. And the book is on Amazon, and I think I have that out on the page. But um, it's under Master of the Castle Witness Protection Program, and you can find all of these stories there. Um, and Blushing Books. Did I forget anything, Piper? Am I, you could find me, actually, if I should say, MarciaCasperCook.com. And um, and my group will be Michigan Avenue Media, World of Ink, podcast group. And um, what else? Oh, yes, next week I have Lee Michaels, and she is a romance writer, and uh, she also does classes, and she's also written a book about romance. She used to be with Harlequin. She's written over 100 books. She's been on several times, and uh, she'll be on with, we'll probably talk about historical, that's her you know, what she loves. And so uh, that's next Tuesday afternoon. And we have a lot of new shows coming up. And I want to thank all of you. This has been a lot of fun and interesting. I have my notes from all of you. <laughs> I have good notes. <laughs> and um, don't forget to sign up for the paddle, right? I don't want to forget that one. <laughs> have that. It's a, okay, so thank you. And thank you, Piper, for your notes here. <laughs> Have everything <laughs> covered. <laughs> Thank right. you and so I, much for having us. And I really appreciate this you coming on. I wish you well on this book, and um, I hope to talk to you all again. And thank you for listening in, Thank for you. those that are listening, and for On My Demand. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Good night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye.